Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. And welcome back to another episode of the Almost Agreeable Podcast. I'm Chris. With me, as always, is Ed. And today, we're going to kind of step out of our comfort zone. I know we have mentioned baseball in the past, but I personally can't speak for Ed. Don't know a whole lot. So we're bringing on our baseball affiliate. Uh, everyone, welcome Kyle to the show. Kyle, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So Kyle is a, an avid baseball fan, and, and we felt like we were leaving baseball out of the rotation, which... Let's be real, it's going to get left out of rotation again. But it'll always have a special place when we bring Kyle on. So um, we have MLB playoffs happening right now after the shortened restart, just much like the NBA, right? They, they did a – NBA had their hiatus. They came back, played a few regular season games, and then started playoffs. Baseball did something similar with a shortened season, and now we have MLB playoffs with one of the most hated teams of all time participating uh, currently, right? I I think I'm not speaking for myself when I say everyone hates the Astros, correct? Yeah, you know what I mean, as an avid Dodger fan, <laughs> absolutely hate the, the the Astros. So tell us, let's kind of give us a rundown of what's what's the series, what series do we have right now? What's going on? Yeah, so uh, the DS series has started. So wild card was last week, which was interesting because it was a three game series. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah that, really is that weird. the first time they've done this? Yeah, because it's an expanded postseason. Yeah, right. Uh, so. Even if you didn't have a winning record, like the Astros, for instance, yep. you made the postseason. Or Miami, who's also in the postseason. I wish everyone could see my face right now. Yeah, but uh, so now it's the DS series. We got uh, Yankees Rays, which is interesting because they've played each other quite a bit this season. Yep. Uh, the Rays have kind of had the Yankees number, but the Ast- or the the Yankees are actually healthy now. So they have Giancarlo Stanton, they got Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole's a monster on the mound, so. And that's what he showed last night. Yeah, like. yeah. And the Rays are, the Rays, they have the second best ERA in the American League. For people who don't know what ERA is, that's, that's earned runs, earn runs average. So their pitching is good. They were second to the A's, who are also in, in the wild, or in the postseason now, so. Uh, that's a good series. Yankees are up 1-0. They won, they won last night. What do they play again? They play tonight. They play, they play yeah, tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. Yeah, they play there tonight. They are the last game of the day today. Yeah, Yankees. Yeah. Uh, no, no, never mind. Dodgers are technically because it's West Coast. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Yankees and Rays and then Miami and the Braves who played today. They played game one today. Miami was winning, which are the, they're the Cinderella team because they're the team Because they had a losing record. They had a losing. Well, they lost, lost 100 games last year. Yeah. Obviously, haven't made the postseason since 03 when they won the World Series. Oh, is that the year with, with Steve Bartman? No, that's no. the that's the Cubs. That was a while. Oh no, no, but that was the year like the Marlins beat them. They beat the Cubs. Was it that? I think it was later. I think it was like nineties, nineties era. No, Maybe. no way. I did a report on this. Don't get it twisted. I'm pretty sure it was oh three. I did a whole <laughs> yeah. PowerPoint presentation right. on this play. That was when the Marlins had. They were the Florida Marlins, and they right. had like D Train, that guy that like lifted his knee up to his ear. That's, that's you know what I, I saw something I knew about for a fact, and I had to jump on it. You might be right. Okay, I think it was that season because they did go on to win the World Series that year because it was the Cubs' year. And yeah, then and Steve Bartman happened, and the Marlins came back, scored eight runs in an inning, and the rest is history. Yeah, you might be right. That's all I got. But it, this this season has felt 
felt so strange. It's like, been real weird. Yeah. It's it's been kind of confusing because we just have these like flashes in the pan and, of players and then other players really coming out and shining like I don't know actually how to say his last name, but Fernando Tatis. Oh, yeah. Is it Tatis? Yeah, Tatis Jr. All right, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a junior? He's a, he is a junior. Yeah, his dad yeah. played. His dad was a great baseball player. Yeah. Oh. He, yeah. He came out of nowhere, and he's he's been like, he he, he really just shone out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's, and they're, he's been a monster. And they're kind of comparing him to Griffey because of kind of the swagger and charisma that he has and... He's really good at baseball. When you say Griffey, <laughs> yeah. when, when you say when you say Griffey, Ed gets a Woody like that's his boy. Yeah, and and so Fernando Tatis Jr. is he's unfortunately a Padre, and I have to hate him right now because he's playing the Dodgers. <laughs> I know. But... I was like, you, you can't like him right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's in a, from. I mean, he's probably going to win the MVP this year, which I wouldn't be surprised. How do you feel about? Because I know, like, because I've been following basketball and its restart, and like the regular season awards, like MVP or Defensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year, those have all been kind of. I don't know, with the season the way it was, like, how do you feel about those season awards with the season that we just had? I'm, I'm okay with it. Because you've had some guys that uh, th- that have just been really good. Trevor Bauer, for instance, has always been pretty good in his career, but this year's just been a monster. With the COVID games, as I like to call them, or the doubleheader games, there's seven inning games, and he's pitched a few complete games because of just seven innings. Right, right. Which is... Which looks nice. It does look that's, nice. Yeah, that, 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 that. and that's what I was gonna say. It's gonna look strange for for Cy Youngs, for MVPs, mm-hmm. for Rookie of the Year, for anything. The stats are gonna look strange. Yeah, it's gonna be like, wait, he he hit like twenty homers and he got MVP. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, like, and then yeah. like on the flip of that, you said like he played a, a complete game, but wasn't that? I mean, that's almost like the stats were padded because the game was shortened. Yeah, right? history's not gonna look back and say, oh, that was only a seven inning game. Ten years from now, you're gonna say he completed two games in that day. Like, yeah, I, ironically, this is the asterisk season, not not 2017 when the Strohs won. When it really, is. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you bring up asterisk because I think I and I I'm drawing a lot of parallels because the NBA and the MLB kind of did the same thing here. They paused and they came back in. And he asked me one on one episode if I thought this was an asterisk season for whoever wins the title, and I said it was an asterisk season, but not in a negative respect because the guys who won this title had to come back from a long hiatus, play in a bubble without their families. And still win, and do you feel the same way about this baseball being an asterisk season? But in that kind of regard, no. I mean, the startup is hard because they started up with spring training and and were got ramped and then got shut down and then you had to start up again. Mm-hmm. It was definitely interesting. For instance, you got guys like Cody Bellinger who won the MVP last year, who's probably having one of the worst MVP like next year seasons, right? Follow up seasons, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, they're still playing. They're, they're still winning games. They're still playing complete games. Granted, there's some games that were doubleheader, seven seven innings, but they're still doing the baseball things. Right. The good teams were going to be good teams. Teams, rather they played 162 games or they played the 60. Regardless, so, and that's yeah. the only thing that's like going over those 162 games. That's like you might have like amazing players for 20, even 30 games, but just maybe that month, maybe the month of August, they're hot. And really, that 162 averages it out. It really like you really got to beat those dog days of summer and really show that you can do it for that whole season. Yeah. So that's why it's it's kind of strange. Like, the beginning, like, when we first started this up, I said, I was like, this season isn't going to feel right. It's not mm-hmm. going to feel the same. It's not going to mean as much. But, like, actually watching it and watching these guys still play their heart out, 
it's of course it feels different, but it's gonna mean just as much to all of them. Yeah, I was I was super negative at first when they were like, "Oh, baseball's coming back." I was like, "That's stupid. That's gonna get shut down immediately." Yeah, I think we all said that. Uh, but like the more they kept playing, and the more I think some of the COVID routines when some teams caught it was like, "Oh, that's kind of lame," because now they're gonna change the whole outcome of the postseason because it went by winning percentage instead of record, which is fine. Which is why you have teams in the postseason that aren't winning teams. Oh. But they set up their wild card postseason the way they did it for the one seed to play the eight seed to kind of, you know, smooth those out. And right. Eight seed teams won. So, <laughs> hey, do you, whatever. Do you, is this something that the baseball is doing for just this shortened season? Or do you, is this something they're doing long term with the they've, wild card? They've implemented some rules that they've been talking about for a long time. I don't know if they're going to keep them. The extended playoffs, I hope they don't, because for the teams that won divisions, like the Dodgers, who usually get a break and then play the next you know, the next NLDS, they had to go right into a postseason and then right into another one. Granted, they have had like three or four days off. But right. But still. Winning your division means nothing now. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I think how they wanted to do it was how, I think it was how football has it this year. For like seeds one through seven mm-hmm. in each one, and then two would play seven or two could choose uh, five, oh, six, yeah. and seven. Three can choose whoever's left from that, and then four gets just matched up with whoever. Because matchups are huge in baseball. Yeah. Like oh yeah. They you you could have maybe a stellar pitching roster, pitching rotation, and that just doesn't match up very well with somebody else. So like you choose who you're strongest against. So, I, I mean, I kind of like that in that regard. It's not just like, okay, this seed is playing this seed. It kind of yeah. gives it a little bit more strategy to it. I, I but think that it's, that's... it's still, it's, it's hard to implicate in a season like this. Or it's hard to put in place that system in a season like this. Right, because the season's already such an anomaly. Yeah. That yeah. You can't really get a good read on that. But I have to disagree with you because I don't feel like, I feel like the race for the playoffs and seeding it depended upon your team. There should be a strategy involved with like who you pick to play. How well you played should determine like okay, well we fucked up. We got the fifth seed. Now we have to play this team, or we fucked up with the eighth seed. We have to play the best team mm-hmm. in this conference now. Like, so that's kind of how I see it. Is like the, that's why there's incentive in the regular season. With this, have being able to pick, it's like, well fuck. Let's just make sure we're in, and then you know we might get picked. We might not. Whatever. Yeah. Well, no, that, I mean that's the thing, right? Like you're saying, if you fuck up and you get the five seed. Instead, like, if there's seven seeds and you get the five seed instead of the four seed, that's huge. Because if you're the five seed, then you're just getting chosen. As opposed to if you're the four seed, yeah, you get whoever's left. But, like, say you're the two or the three seed, then you're getting to choose your opponent. So it's that that, that is still a very big part of the season is getting a good record. So you get a good seed, so then you can choose, and you're setting yourself up. I do the choosing. <laughs> I do the choosing. I, I'm I, the chooser. I, I prefer the traditional... I'm you, an old school you, guy. You get the wild card game. You play the one game because it's honestly the most exciting game in baseball. It, I mean, they've I had some insane wild card games. It's been yeah. And then you play the number one seed. Cool. That's that's your consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> you play the best team. And that's why NFL playoffs are so exciting, right? Because it's one game. Right. That's why it's the biggest celebrated postseason of any all the major sports because mm-hmm. it's one or done. It's not like baseball or like NBA or NHL where you're like, oh, we play. We got game two tomorrow. You know, with one game, that wild card game, you saying it's exciting? Absolutely, oh, yeah. it's because awesome. it's like do or die. And I can get behind that, but also when you're, I don't think anything is more exciting than a game seven. 
I don't think the Super Bowl is exciting more than a Game 7 in any other sport. Like, you have a baseball Game 7, you have NBA Finals Game 7, you have Stanley Cup Game 7. That's everything. Yes. That's everything. I can I can roll with that. Yeah, that's cool. I'll take that. Especially, unless that was the Raiders playing in the Super Bowl, then that might be more exciting <laughs> yeah. than uh, Game 7. Unless the Lakers are playing, now that's a dilemma. Let it go. Uh, I've had a lot of Game 7s as a Dodger fan. I've been sad. Oh, I mean, I've had to, I've had to suffer <laughs> through them, too. My dad's a huge Dodger fan. So, like, growing up, I was always an Angel fan. Yeah. And, like, I'm not even going to call myself a fan, really. Like, I just, people ask, and I say, ah, Angels. I don't watch a lot of baseball. My dad, though, my dad does. So, he'll call me venting about the Dodgers, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, how about them Raiders, though? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So, so, this year is the Dodgers' year. Like, what is standing oh, in the way of them, uh, other than themselves? The Padres right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, just the this is the only team that they've really played a bunch of times other than the West, uh, the National League West. They've yeah. played the Padres ten times. They've won six out of the four games that they've played the Padres. They've had the better ERA, earned run average. Uh, so they've got the Dodgers actually have the best ERA in, in the National League. So they've got great pitching. They hit a lot of homers, but so did the Padres. Uh, that's it. That's that's really <laughs> and, it. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> uh, they got two guys, and that's the other thing. Since it is a sprint, they're not playing two games and then you travel to the next yeah thing. You're you're they're playing in Texas. There there's no home field advantage. Yeah. There's no rest your pitchers for a day. It's a five game sprint. If you need five games, so bullpen management is going to be huge. Yes, and especially because I'm not. I'm, I'll say it. I'll be the guy. Is that we know that Clayton's not the greatest in the playoffs. But you saw his performance in the wild card game. Where I've seen a lot eight. of great performances oh, by Clayton in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. But he's. But that's the difference. Is the catalyst is it's a short season. He hasn't thrown a hundred innings. Yep. He's healthy. His back feels good, which has been his issue lately. And this goes back to what you were saying. This is the Dodgers' year. It's because of these kind of things. These, these smaller things. These they all small add up. things. And should be the, the Padres year. are having pitching issues right now. They just released, or well, not just, they released their National League roster or NLDS roster this afternoon. And Mike Clevenger, who they picked up from Cleveland, who's one of the best pitchers in baseball, he's starting tonight. Which, holy crap, because the Dodgers haven't seen him yet. Oh yeah. But mm. their other starting pitcher, Lamette, I believe his name is, is not in the roster. So that's nice. You get past all the other guys. Paddock, who's was their ace before Clevenger, had a horrible wild card game. So there's hope. But you got two guys <laughs> like Machado and Tatis Jr. and Grisham and Will Myers who've just been tearing it up. Right, they're on a hot streak. They're they're a relatively young team. Yeah, they're a real young and team. So like they they should be doing this. Like they they might not get it done this year, but I I think they're gonna be in the running for years to come. Like yeah, they, I mean they signed some of these guys to some decent. Like, this the series yeah. kind of reminds me of a couple when San when San Francisco went on that tear and they won like three World Series in six years. Yeah, they were an old grizzled team, and the Dodgers were this new hotness. They were the exciting team. True, they old were and young. busted. New hotness. Exactly. True. That's exactly what it was. And, and the Dodgers were the favorites all the time, and they kept losing to these old grizzled vets, and that's exactly how it is now. Okay. The Dodgers are the old grizzled vets. <laughs> they are. They had to go through. They have that. some young talent. They're like the late 80s Bulls right. playing the Pistons, and then now they're the Bulls of yeah, the 90s. They have right? young talent, and it's exciting, but they don't have guys that are super young and are exciting to watch anyway. So it's really the reverse of 
what that series was. That's usually how it goes in most sports, well, yeah, right? And this yeah. Handing like, off of the torch. Now the Dodgers have been there. Like, yeah. They, they've been there. I mean, well, the last couple of years they've like been there, but just couldn't quite like close it out. Yeah. And so like this, well, it's this hard is... when one of the teams in your fucking league is cheating. It's a big one. Yeah, I, so, I don't want to. I don't want to end this baseball segment without addressing that. Okay, because I know that we got to get to football here soon. Um, but I mean. Should the Astros even be allowed to be in the playoffs this year? Uh, I mean, you look at all of their star players, any numbers, really, that they're doing, they're all worse. They're, they've all been steadily declining for the last two years. Like somehow, except for postseason, for some reason. It, yeah, that's <laughs> it. That is it. Like they've, They're like, oh, yeah, let's just pretend like we're cheating again, and uh, yeah. let's, let's do those numbers. Which, I is, just... which is funny. I, I, CeCe Sabathia, who was like a, oh, obviously God. the Yankee Dude, legend, he, he ripped them. They, Carlos Correa did an interview on ES, I think it was ESPN after the game, basically like saying, "What now? We're not cheating, yeah. but we're still winning games." I did and see a little bit. Sabathia basically told him to shut the fuck up. You're a 500 team. Like, <laughs> you shut he, up. You ripped him. Yeah. Good, good, because he's just speaking for America. It's like uh, when your boy made his face, and then it became murals everywhere. Joe uh, Kelly. Yeah, Joe Kelly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Classic dude. Nice swing, bitch. Never forget Which, it. It's <laughs> such a cool thing. <laughs> I wish I had that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two things from the Dodgers season this year that I wish I had, which is the nice swing bitch and then Earl Hershiser, who's one of the announcers, a great Dodger legend pitcher. I think Altuve struck out and he said, I guess or I guess guessing is better than knowing. After he struck out, I was like, oh, God, that's great. <laughs> I remember that. I remember because it was all over social media. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. okay, that's pretty wonderful. It's just savage. I mean, like, uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Know, they're fodder. They're fodder now. Like, I mean, and but the thing is with me is, like, every game they win in the postseason, it's just a, oh. it's just like a twisting the knife. Oh, it really is. I mean, they're winning right now, and it's it's hurting my soul. Yeah, I have a friend out there who's a big Hayes fan, and I'm sure that person's going to be, is not in a good And team. they had hope. They, they're a fantastic they team. Down yeah. the stretch, they they were coming in real hot. Yeah, they have a real good team. They, they have the best ERA in the American League. All right, so before we leave uh, baseball, uh, predictions for who's going to meet in the... Uh... Uh, the way the Yankees are playing right now, uh, they made a huge statement last night, and having their, their, their big bombers yeah. Yeah. healthy. Yeah. Uh, I think they're a dangerous team, and then i got to go with them boys. Oh, yeah. So I, I would love to see a classic Dodger-Yankees. That'd be awesome. That'd be that'd be great. That'd that'd be just, great. That would just like feel good. Yeah. In, in what we have going Thank on in the world. Yes. Like, like, bring yeah. up a good old clap fashion rivalry. <laughs> to change gears and, here. And it would also just be like, just before we move on, it would also be like a very hated World Series as well. Not not nearly as much. I not think just because they can't really get over the hump. Both teams. They <laughs> yeah. well. I, I guess that's true. <laughs> it's yeah, like the longest like, drought for the Yankees not to go to a World Series yeah, too. It's, like, it's been a minute. Uh, the 2010s was the only time they haven't won a World Series. The only decade right. they haven't won a World Series. Right. I wonder what it's like to go to a World Series. Um, I'm a Mariners fan. <laughs> So, <laughs> I actually got to see yeah, the, the Angels win one back in 2002, I think it was. Yeah. The, that was a lot of fun. The last time the Dodgers won the series was the year before I was born. Oh, so man. I've gone, I cried. Was that like Kirk Gibson era? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I cried, was it two years, in 2017 when they won the pennant? Because it was the first time I'd seen them yeah. win something big, yeah. bigger than their division. I was actually with my dad for Radomy, just with him, um, for the last two World Series they, they had went to and lost in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just not a good. He's not. That wasn't fun to be around. <laughs> yeah, no, I was that Michael Jordan meme for a while. <laughs> oh, no. the, the crying. I got a couple now. 
Yeah. He does. He does have a All right. Game. Well, hey, um, well, I, I'm going to have to watch some games here, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're telling me it's like, ah, you'd be watching basketball anyways. Hey, and basketball like, will be over in like two days. Anyways. It will be. And then I can, <laughs> then I'll have to jump onto the Perfect. MLB train. Perfect. So, wow, I like that. Okay. So we had NFL week four and, you know, a lot of things that, that happened that I think we expected for a lot of games. One thing I did not expect is well, I expected the Cowboys to lose, but not like that. All right, well let's let's just go through these games chronologically, okay? We had the Thursday game. The Jets are bad. <laughs> the Jets are bad. I think I said on the podcast like last two weeks ago, maybe even I was like, you asked me who is the worst team in the NFL, and without hesitation, I was against the Jets. Yeah, they're real bad. I mean, the fucking Texans just came up, bro. They fired their GM and their coach, who hey, are the same guy. Hey, we'll get to that game. I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> All right. So then we'll start with some 10 a.m. games. Okay, Seahawks, Dolphins, nothing surprising there. It was closer than it should have been the rest, like most of the game, but then Seahawks won, and that's, I'm pretty sure, what everybody expected. Yeah. Fitzmagic uh, is still Fitzmagic. Yeah, you're not sure who you're going to see. Yeah. You're not uh, sure, you know, he's going to throw a terrible pick, and then he's going to throw a deep bomb touchdown. Like. 37-year-old Enigma. Who knows? An enigma, yeah. Mm-hmm. A beard. <laughs> and then we had the Jaguars and the Bengals. Hey, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. You still taking Gardner? Over Baker? Over Baker? Yes. It's the mustache. It hasn't, it, I don't know, man. They're one and three. Listen, and... I think I've stated before <laughs> that 100% it has nothing to do with like how they play. I just don't like Baker, okay? Yeah. I'm Colin Coward. I don't fucking like him. <laughs> I do think he's a little over. Baker Mayfield. I thought that last year. Yeah, I, I did too. Dude, have you seen, like, oh, if you, do you listen to Colin Coward at all? No, not really, no. That dude, it's like, on a weekly basis, just... He rips Baker. Obliterates just Baker, dude. Just like, poops on him. I, I don't know. I don't think there's many people saying Baker's great. I, I feel like I'm the only one saying that, like... I think there were more last year that were like, yeah, that's Baker's true. great. That's true. And Definitely then, last year they were like, this is our season. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I know, like, two Browns fans, but they were like... This is the season, and then they win six and nine. But at the same time, or, if he knows two Browns fans, I also know. They two Browns fans. they went seven and nine. What are they three and one right now? They're three and so, one, right? So that's yeah, that's the game we're getting. And to. that's a tough division too. They haven't had any division games yet. Oh, the they, Bengals. They had their well, uh, they played the Bengals, and then they played the Ravens in their first game. That's their only loss. That's so their only loss. That's right. They, they lost to the Ravens their first. So they're game. one and one in the division. They're a two and one because they beat the Bengals. Or excuse me, one and one. Yeah, I was thinking of two games. Woo. Math is hard. Math. Math. Whoa. Numbers are hard. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a loaded division, too, right? You got reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You got a healthy Ben yeah. on Pittsburgh. And then we have uh, the Baker. You know, this experiment here that we'll see. <clears throat> but, I mean, look, okay, they they won the game. They Now the Cowboys are 0-4. We're just going to say that. The, the Cowboys are 0-4. Okay. <laughs> they, they are. Okay. I mean, shouldn't they be? Did they they have one win though. They do, yeah, but but do you remember against the Falcons? Oh yeah, they're they're they should no one onside kick. I'm just gonna say their own four, and they <laughs> okay. should now panic. Okay. That's fair. Right. They're well, own... you should panic if you're in a division where the division leader is one, two, and one. Yeah, they're in a terrible division. It's real. It's, <laughs> it's real, real garbage. So bad. It's comical. That's what it is. Yeah. So no, but what I I Ed and I. Typically, when it comes to football Sundays, if we're not together watching games, which sometimes most of the time it is that way, if we're not, we're on the same wavelength because literally I was mid-text texting him like, what the fuck is wrong with the Cowboys right now? And as I'm typing it, message from Ed, what is wrong with the Cowboys? 
And I don't understand. Dak throws for 500 yards again, throws four touchdowns, and they lose. And they were getting blown out most of that game. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot take. Dak's going to pass the – he's going to break the passing records with less than 10 wins. <laughs> Pretty sure he's on pace because the dude has been – Annihilating, but yeah. you can't win if you let the Browns put up forty nine points. So it's a defense. Are we agreeing it's the defense? Is the, the defense issue? is absolutely the problem. Dak is yeah. leading the league in passing yards. I think he's top five in touchdowns. Overall touchdowns for sure, because I know he had three rushing yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, rushes the ball too. Yeah, bit. so yeah. like he 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 puts in work. Dak puts in work, and like this is kind of the improvement like that we need to see. But damn, you can't win when you're letting the Browns score forty nine. Yeah, that's. Yeah, defense wins games, and obviously they don't have a defense. Well, we saw evidence of that uh, in one of the Monday Night games. We'll get to it later. But just before we leave Cowboys, I just want to ask ask you, Kyle, like after seeing what you're seeing from Dak, and just put the Cowboys aside, like their record and how their defense is atrocious, like do we now think we can pay Dak? Oh, yeah, he deserves so much better. I mean, it, better team, more money. And he, I mean, he's, in my opinion, could be an elite quarterback and has shown flashes of greatness. But Dude, Cowboy fans team. are, they need to change their shorts. And I'm not <laughs> a just Cowboy fan. just made a whole lot of people not, happy. And I'm not a Cowboy fan. Uh, <laughs> he, he shows moments where it's like, that guy could be one of the best. Well, so I was just looking at his fucking stat line. Like I said, just looking at just Dak, not the Cowboys. You'd think this was an undefeated team, like a Super Bowl favorite. Oh, yeah. The game is changing, though. The game is changing, though. If you're looking at numbers... Why not give Jameis Winston a big contract starting job Because he also threw 30 interceptions. We don't worry about those yes, numbers. Yes, we do. Well, those that guys, don't worry about those little guys. My biggest qualm with this <laughs> yeah, whole Jameis thing is that, like, he, he threw great. Okay, 30 interceptions, sure. But now he went and got his eyes fixed, and we don't get to see if he actually is fixed. Because he's riding the bench behind Drew Brees. We don't get to see. We don't get to see that maybe this dude, it, it, you know, he can see now. Maybe he doesn't throw 30 interceptions. Just saying. I'm mm-hmm. upset about it. But yeah, uh, Dak, he really is improving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's showing that he can lead a team. Some some of the play calls are still a little iffy, but they just gotta shore up that defense. And I know every team has been every team has had the injury bug. Every team is is hurting right now, like pretty yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I understand that's it's hard to get over, but that defense has gotta shore it up. They have to. I mean, they are what one and three, maybe zero and four. <laughs> with that division, you still have a chance. Okay, they still have a chance to they, win that division. Yeah, they they are half a game back, so they, it's very not easy, but like they have a shot in that division. Because ha, have they played a I don't division? Think they have a division? I think anybody yeah. has a shot in that division. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's Every, like the, they're like the anti NFC East or West, <laughs> the anti NFC West. Yeah. Um, no, I think they they definitely haven't had any division games yet this season. Um, that'll be that'll tell the tale. Yeah. How they play with amongst themselves is going to tell the tale of that division. Fuck every other game on that schedule for all those teams. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then we had Saints and Lions. Nobody's expecting the Lions to win. Um, I'm pretty sure Matt Patricia expected the Lions to win. Matt Patricia feels like he's been there longer than he really has. Okay. We've had this conversation. Chargers-Bucks. Justin Herbert looked good at first. They were up by halftime. And then... Tom Brady decided to throw five touchdowns and call game. 
Yeah, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. That Tom, second Tom half. Brady's Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. The second half was vintage Brady. It was vintage Brady in that Honestly, second half. yeah. Like, I was kind of pissed. It was like giving me like, fucking PTSD. But man, I, I think Justin Herbert's got a bright future. I that guy, honestly, yeah. He, he throws balls. You know what's fucking sad? And I, because I agree with you, like, and I don't want to agree with you because I'm in that division. I don't want a fucking young, new quarterback coming up. But the way he got that position to showcase that he could be the future is so fucked up. Yeah, it's it's yeah, definitely that's, that's an rough. awful situation, but he he's making the most of it. He yeah. is, yeah, and, he and is. it's nice seeing Pac-12 quarterbacks get some love. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see many. Don't no, see many. so Brady does Brady things. Yeah, um, then we can move on to the Ravens and the football team, the junior mm. college. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no surprises there. They, I mean, Lamar looking like his. His old self. It's 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 nothing that's surprising. It's Ron Vera moving into a new team. Dwayne Haskins, I'm pretty sure year two, and they're de- now Washington's defense is good. Washington's defense is pretty good. Hard to contain Lamar Jackson, so like him scoring 31 is unsurprising. But they have a very good front four on that defense. They're nice and young. Um, nobody expected them to really do a lot this year, but I guess they could. They're second in the division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're tied for second in the division, so it's it's anybody's game right now. Oh, God, so I think that's just a team that uh, they're they're just seeing how they're working right now. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard because the defense is good, but the offense can't keep them off the fucking field. Yeah. It's like the story of any team that's bad is that they could have a good defense, but their offense su- sucks so bad that they're tired by the third, fourth quarter. That's yeah. the story of the Raiders for the last decade. <clears throat> Sorry. Yikes. Uh, then we had the Cardinals play the Panthers. That was surprising. That was surprising. Only to me because Teddy Bridgewater came out like, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but he looked dynamite. He got his first rushing touchdown since yeah. like his knee injury. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Because that knee injury was gruesome. Gruesome. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. Gruesome. Yep. Uh. But, I mean, I'm happy being a CX fan that the Cardinals lost, so that works. <laughs> I guess I guess that I had had them so high uh, in my mind through the first two weeks of football, and then it's kind of like, oh, 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 yes, just the Cardinals, here we go. This is this is more like it. <laughs> um, so I guess I was just surprised. Kyler still looked good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that team's still a good team, um, but it looked like a very motivated Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, that, that Carolina team is young besides Teddy. And so hungry teams like that, he'd come out and surprise you. Yeah. And then we had the Vikings and the Texans. <laughs> like I was telling you a couple weeks ago, the best Ofer team was the Vikings. I'm holding out hope still <laughs> for the Texans. Well, maybe now they have hope. That's what like, I mean. That's what I mean. Now they maybe now Bill O'Brien's gone. We actually work with a Texan fan, Kyle, at work, and he's like, I, this is, and this is before we knew he got fired. He's like, I'm done watching football this year. Mm. And then he got fired later that day, and he texted us, like, I'm going to watch football again! I'm back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did you think about, like, I don't know if you watched that game, but, like, what do you think about the Vikings, like, just as a team? Uh, Dalvin Cook looked great, finally. Oh, God, yeah. He had a game. Uh, yeah. Which fantasy people love him for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you playing against him? No, no. Okay, okay. But I, I had him last year, and he did he did well, but then there was injuries and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. Um, but I didn't, I didn't actually watch that game, yeah. so I, I don't was, have a lot to say other it, than... It was just Dalvin Cook being, like, that's what kind of we're expecting from him. Mm-hmm. Like, the, they should be a run-first team, just because he's a beast. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins can keep them afloat. 
my Kirk Cousins is a young Ryan Fitzpatrick? Don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> he can throw four picks, That's or true. he can throw like you know five touchdowns. Yeah, you can't have a different a, a different quarterback every game for with him. I don't know. I think he is. I I don't think he is that polar, like that bipolar. He's did you he's see week okay. two? He is okay to like he's average to like. Better than average. That's, he is a very short window of what he's going to do for Kirk you. Is fucking Kirk Cousins paying you to be his lawyer? Because I swear <laughs> I have bad things to say about him every week, and you're always over here, no, 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 no. Okay, look. He is one of the only quarterbacks to have never thrown for less than 4,000 yards mm-hmm. as a starter. That and None of those yards came in primetime games? <laughs> they, they're all in primetime games. He only plays primetime. He doesn't have Stefan Diggs to throw to anymore either. He, that, that is I know, he was too busy catching balls on the Raiders all fucking Sunday. Yeah, he does not have Diggs to throw to, but I, I, I think that's a big piece of why they're not performing as well as they are and why Dalvin Cook is destroying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Texans, they fired Bill O'Brien, so now hopefully they can get a... Get it together. So Romeo, Romeo Cornell is the interim. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, another game that nobody was surprised about, Giants-Rams. Not a whole lot to say there. The Giants. That's <laughs> like... I mean, bad for you. I, I know we don't have video on here, but like both Kyle and Chris just put their hands up like, ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Colts-Bears. Uh, that pretty, pretty interesting. I didn't expect Nick Foles to come out so flat. Yeah, right? After the big comeback win. I guess, can you call it a comeback win if it's against the Falcons? Because, like, at this point, it's not a comeback. It's like, <laughs> we're just waiting for the fourth quarter for them to collapse. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, it was still surprising. Like, you, you see that because that's, I guess, what we're used to from Nick Foles. He's coming out, he, he led the Eagles through that entire playoff run, won that Super Bowl. So you're kind of used to him coming in in the clutch. We don't, not recently, have seen a lot of him just as a starting quarterback. Like, we saw a little bit of him with the Jags last year and then got hurt. Now he's on the Bears. So, like, if this is what, like, I don't think this is what we're going to see. I don't think this is normal. I think he just came out flat. Because that, that Colts defense isn't a joke. No. No, no. no. They've been very good. Uh, last week they were really good. This week they were really good. Colts defense is great. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. No, I, I can get on that train too with the Colts defense because every, Ed knows how I feel about the fucking quarterback. <laughs> uh, hey, Philip Rivers. Old man, Phil. Oh, fucking doesn't curse. I don't trust a guy that doesn't curse. He doesn't. For a guy I, who I love seeing his mic dubs. Yeah. Did you watch the one from this week? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm glad. I'm glad. He's calling out like two eight. Yeah. <laughs> he turned a corner on you. Two eight. <laughs> He's saying like dag nabbit. And stuff. Yeah. 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 He, said, he said, "Oh, I knocked the stew out of him." Or something <laughs> like. For a guy who doesn't swear, I would. He would fuck me up with his shit talk. I will tell oh, you right now. He would get right into my head. Just like, can you just tell me like to fuck off or something? <laughs> can you just tell me something normal instead of saying some weird shit You're stuff? Like that? How are you so mean and so nice? At the same time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what other games do we got? All right, and then we have Bills Raiders for those midday games. The rounding out the midday games. So. This was a prove-it game for both of them. For both, yeah, I would agree. And the Raiders proved that uh, our defense is suspect. And no, no, it's beyond suspect. We're charged. We're convicted of murder. Um, that, that did, I, as a, I can even speak objectively. I'm not going to shit on them like I want to. I'm just going to say right now, is like there is good young pieces on that Raider squad. They just haven't learned the ins and outs of how to work collectively. And so that's why we have big plays, breakdowns and coverages. Because our offense, 
even though they shut down Josh Jacobs, was still moving the ball. The Raiders were in that game. Like there was never a time where it was like this game's out of control. The Raiders were still hanging around. Their defense could not stop. And what I want to get to next is how good the Bill the Bills offense is. Could not had no answer for Josh Allen. He's cooking. Yeah. Cooking. Ooh. And they looked good. The Buffalo Bills are for real. And I think I said at the beginning of the season that I picked the Bills to win this division. No, that's what I said. No, I think everyone in L said Patriots. Which could have been the case, but I think last night sent the Patriots back a long way. Um, Not because they they lost. Yeah, they lost, so that sets them back. But, like, Cam getting COVID, that that was a wrench in fucking everything. Well, Mm. then you have Brian Horner coming out. I mean, like, yeah, okay, so just we'll fill that out, like, the Raiders defense has got to work on it, and the Bills offense is just cooking. Cooking. And their defense, it's nice because they've had a good defense the last couple years. Right. And now Josh Allen is really like, no, he's not relying on the defense. He, no. he, he can just he can play come the in game. and get like, some points. They, they're relying on each other to do the job. So that's, Which how it should be. That's what's nice. The Bills are a good team. We can yeah. go with that. So you want to jump right into. Well, I mean, we have more, more games. Off. Yeah. There's just one more the night game for Sunday night Eagles 49ers. Uh, I mean, Eagles took first place in the division. The f- <laughs> 49ers is just so beat up right there, now. It's, like, it honestly is sad. It's Yeah, just give up. Just be done for the <laughs> just, just, just take a break. We'll like, just call it. I mean, Kettle got a ton of throws through to him, so that's nice for him because it just pads his stats a little bit more, but he's all they have. That's it. That really is it. Like It's like they're playing their like, second, second squad. Right. It, yeah, the JV squad. Yeah. Frosh. Yeah. Frosh is out there. So, I mean, like Eagles won, but it was still shaky. Yeah. Very shaky. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, uh, you saw, I saw Jalen Hurts a little bit in that game. Didn't look good. No, he did not. <laughs> I was thinking, I, was, I think we were saying maybe like you throw him in if this is a lost cause season, which I think you still should, but also like, ew. It was a weird time to throw him in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz wasn't horrible. No, no, I, I no. Don't, they didn't put him in. I don't think they put him in like, because he was only in like for one play and then he went back out, Carson came back in, yeah. and then he came back for another play later on, and I was just really confused, like were they trying to do like a wildcat or what the fuck were they doing? Yeah, I, I was trying sure. to do like the Saints thing. With yeah, the, with, with uh, uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah no, I'm not sure what the game plan with that was. <laughs> like so I don't know. I if we might see Jalen Hurts a lot more down the stretch if they're gonna be the just lost. trying it out. The thing is, I don't think you can. In that division there's always a chance to make the playoffs, so you So that's you why gonna, screw it. Like, it. Throw him in, see what you see. I don't know. Just leave Carson. Maybe he'll find his way. I'm a big Carson <laughs> fan, so like I just, I hope he finds his way. All right. Um, but then we had two Monday night games. Yeah, wild. Wild that for shit, sure. That shit sucked because I was like, there was stuff happening in one game because they overlap like a quarter. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like in a group message, and I had left the the Patriot Chief game because Pat Mahomes decided it was the fourth quarter. It was time to play. And then I went to the Packers game. They're like, did you see this? I was like, no, I'm not watching that shit. i got to play Pat next week, man. I want to see him fucking throw dimes on the Patriots defense. What's he going to do to ours? Yeah. Do you want to know a ridiculous stat? Um, and it, this is just goes towards Bill Belichick. Pat Mahomes has only not thrown for a touchdown in the first half three times. All against the Patriots? All against the Patriots. Hmm. Wow. It's a guy knows how to read him. Yeah. I mean, you saw that game last night, and I'm pretty sure what Bill did was he watched that San Diego game where it was pretty close until the end. Uh, they actually went to overtime, and he developed a scheme, right? But the problem with the problem with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes is you may be able to contain them for two and a half, maybe three quarters, but they're going to find a way to score. And that was the problem with, with the offense for New England last night is that, like, they could have still been in that game at the end of it if – Brian Hoyer hadn't fucked up in the red zone 
twice consecutively. Well, and he did that. He messed up twice consecutively, and then they brought in Stidham. Was Stidham his name? Something like something weird like that. Um, yeah, they brought in the guy who was like, for some reason, like every like tall, handsome white guy that's on the Patriots is like, like oh, this is new like, Tom Brady, right? Like Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, this guy's gonna be the new Brady, and and then he threw a pick almost immediately. But um, that pick, I put on Julian Edelman. It is. It is. It hit that his hands. Was, it hit his hands yeah. as a veteran receiver. You make that as a Super Bowl MVP. You make that catch. Yeah. 100 times out of 100. And it's also a great play by Matthew. Matthew. Oh, yeah. my. He, he's Honey able badger. to snag that, that guy. and just... No, you don't. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucker. Um, but, yeah, like, really, I know Bill Belichick was on fire because, really, the quarterbacks that he had in the situation just couldn't perform. Mm-mm. Like, couldn't... Not even that, could, that they couldn't perform. They were actively losing the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, we had four turnovers, I think, when all was said and done. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate for for the Patriots. I mean, they they went not like all in with Cam as their guy, but like that's who they've been dedicated to work. Yeah. yeah. They brought him in for a reason. Yeah. You know. Hopefully, he's not out for a while. Yeah. It shows that it's working with Cam. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. Clearly. And then the other Monday night game, no surprises there really. No either. The, uh, the only surprise is that the Falcons didn't give up. You know, the lead and. Right, they never led. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they can't give it up if we don't have it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, try to make comeback memes this week, dickheads. Yeah. We're just going to get blown out instead. Uh, do we fire Dan Quinn yet? I think, th- yeah, this is what I was saying. You fire Dan Quinn after the Packers game. Like, this is a game, like, you're expecting to lose, so now you can fire Dan Quinn. Um, what do you think, Kyle? I don't, I don't know. I, the Falcons are another team that's also beat up. So if you have a healthy Falcon team, I think that's a closer game. Their defense and secondary is just... Closer game, like, they have a lead, and then it gets close, and then they lose? Or... No, maybe, like, they don't have a lead, but it's, like, maybe a, <laughs> like a, a one-score game. <laughs> I just don't know. I just, I feel like I've been calling for Dan Gwid's head since the uh, onside kick. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, if Bill O'Brien has to go, Dan Quinn's got to go, too. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of... Uh, I was just called the managers because I'm in baseball mode, but head coaches are, are going to be losing their jobs. Yeah. Jets. Adam, Adam Gase needs to... Got to go. Yeah. Go do something. So does Greg else. Williams. Greg Williams got to go too. Um, he shouldn't be a fucking coach. He shouldn't be allowed to coach in this football league ever <laughs> after that. Because he was a big part of... He was Bounty Gate. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was him. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Round out week four. Uh, we got some pretty good matchups coming next week. We can also, real quick, talk about how terrible the Thursday night games have been. They've just all been bad. This is the this week. Well, see, I thought it was going to be good after the outing that Foles had against Atlanta, but then seeing how they performed against the Colts, not so sure. But it's Bucks Bears, Bucks Bears, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so may, we'll maybe that one will be good. Maybe. So is is Trubisky done? Is he no longer what they? I mean, everybody's been calling for it. For like two seasons. <laughs> For quite some time. Uh, I guess, I feel like they threw in Foles, they, they lost the confidence in Mitch, but like if Foles has another game like he did against the Colts, if he does again uh, versus the Bucks, maybe you throw him back in. It really just depends on their record moving forward. It's the same thing kind of concept I said with Philadelphia. is like if it's a lost cause, throw Hurts in. If it's a lost cause, put Mitchell back in there and see if it can, he gets in the groove or something. 
I think I don't think it's the last we've seen of Trubisky this season. I really don't. Is, is it fair to say, hey, let's just tank our season so we can get Trevor Lawrence? And I think the, I think the Jets are already doing that. I mean, the, he's, <laughs> and he's just gonna that. stay. He's I, just I, gonna I stay. I think I saw somewhere where like someone was joking with Lawrence and said like if the Jets get the first pick, then just defer another year. Yeah, play another year. Close. I think yeah. Greenberg came out and was like, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I and they it's the, they had the first pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay another year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Or you could pull a Bo Jackson. Straight up, just get drafted and be like, I ain't playing for y'all. Like, no, and then I'm come good. in next season in a supplemental draft. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. Mm-mm. I'm going to go play baseball. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go play ball. But all right, now it is everybody's favorite time, everybody's favorite segment. We got some hot routes. I have some hot routes, naturally, for the both of you. So this first one, definitely more directed towards you, Kyle. But what has surprised you most? about this MLB season so far? Like, what's been, like, one of the most surprising things? That I would actually be okay with the universal DH. It was something... <laughs> I was I was real hesitant about it. I, I love the National League strategy. Obviously, I'm a Dodger fan, so National League all the way. I love the strategy of tight games. Do I pull my starter who's shoving for a pinch hitter because I need some scores and runs? No. Uh, I'm okay with the DH. I like it. I, I'm, I'm good with it. It, it keeps baseball careers lo- alive. Yeah. You see guys who should retire who just go into the DH spot and play 20 more years. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. I, I like the DH. Yeah, I'm Mark Rapaz wants to make a comeback. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's that's honestly the most surprising thing for me, honestly, is me liking a rule that they've been talking about for years and I've been so much like, nah, I don't do yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah, I dig it. And Cody Bellinger being not Cody Bellinger this Surprising year. Surprisingly. Right. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's just that the season actually got through that COVID outbreak and kept going. And really hasn't been that bad. Really, like, there was like two. A couple teams yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. They really kind of found a workaround. It pissed a lot of starting pitchers off. Trevor Bauer has been pretty vocal about it. Of yeah. Going, getting ready to start a game and then being told, hey, you're not playing today. Right. But it, it really hasn't been that bad. It's worked. Postseason's in a bubble now, which wasn't going to be the case, but we'll see how it goes. Money. All right, for our second hot route. So the NFL is setting records like crazy right now, like scoring records. Um, it's on pace to be the highest scoring season thus far, outpacing the 2013 season. Like the average or the total scoring from totaling weeks one through three in the 2013 season totaled 2,100 points and some change. Weeks one through three this season. Scored 2,400 points and some change. So an extra 300 points for three weeks. And the average scoring is up from 47, like combined score of a game, is up from 47 points to 51 points. So, like, teams are scoring way more. Why, why do you think that is? Do you, do you think that is specific to this season or specific to how the game is changing? I think the game's evolving. I think people are faster. Quarterbacks' arms are stronger. It's just, just a changing game. Obviously, defenses don't mean much anymore apparently but yeah people are just getting good real good i can i can see why you say that because the upward trend the last few seasons has been just that it's been quarterback play it's been going back to a pass happy um league but i do want to say the anomaly of the points here even though we've been seeing a trend upwards is solely to do with this season with no otas no preseason injuries to your star players on defense I think that has a lot to do with what's happening. You watched a game last night where with one of the most high-scoring teams of the past three, three or four years, no touchdowns in the first half. Mm-hmm. No touchdowns for either team in the first half. And then it still was a low-scoring game, even though when Mahomes found his groove. 
it can still be played at a defensive level like we're used to. It just it's hard to do with personnel and the lack of training in the off season to accomplish what we're what we've been accustomed to. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's hard for guys to get ready for football. Like hard for defenses to be ready for football. The only thing that prepares you for football is playing football. Yeah, so, I, no preseason games definitely. Yeah, I, I think that's played into injuries. Not having yeah. preseason. I don't. I just don't think these guys were ready to go one hundred percent. No. For solid, you know, what sixteen weeks in a row? They yeah. In shape yet? Yep. All right, and lastly, I know we haven't had a bunch of basketball talk, but. Just give me a brief overview. Say LeBron wins the finals this year. Dodgers won the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> it's not serious. 1988 was the last year the Dodgers won the World Series. The Lakers also won the championship in 88, so it's an L.A. year. It's going to happen. It could be an L.A. year. But say LeBron wins the finals. Compare him to the greats. I hate this discussion. I, 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 mean, I don't know. He's great. I mean, he's always... Yeah, I feel like he doesn't matter what team he's on. He's great. He's LeBron James. He's the Tom Brady of basketball, if you would. I can see that. That that is Tom Brady of basketball. That makes sense to me. I, <clears throat> on the upper echelon of greats, we're talking guys like Jordan, right? Yeah, Kareem. I mean, like I'm saying, Kareem. He he. I think he's already there. Well, I, I think he's already there. I, yeah, I don't think there's a question about where he's at. I think because the debate gets so skewed through people who are like. Six titles, Jordan here, you know, six titles, Kareem, 11 titles, Bill Russell, LeBron's only got three, maybe four. We'll see what happens. And that's the discussion where it gets skewed. To me, it's like LeBron is maybe one of the best all-around players that's ever played the game. That's indisputable. There's so much hate fired him because he switched teams, because he only has three rings, because he needed to do this, he needed to do that. But, oh, my God, name me a guy that can score at will like him, Pass the ball like he does, and when he fucking decides to, he can defend. <laughs> okay? When he decides to. I said there's a big fucking asterisk on it. <laughs> when he hustles. Yeah. <laughs> and that's been the biggest, biggest difference with what his success this season, is that Frank Vogel came in and was like, we're going to play fucking defense. If he can remember the movie Coach Carter, when all they practiced was defense in the first game, he's like, I know we didn't practice our offense, but it's because our offense is going to come from how good our defense is. That's the approach Frank Vogel had this season. And LeBron committed to it, which is different for LeBron he doesn't fucking play defense when he doesn't have to <laughs> he's committed to it so where I stand on it is he's the greatest all-round player I think we've ever seen and I don't take away any merit from him because he only has three titles or that he had to join D Wade like every fucking player that's won a title had a Scottie Pippen had a Kobe had a Shaq yeah had a fucking Kareem had a Magic you know it, 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 it's so fucking petty it's just hate for no reason People that talk about this shit weren't even born when these guys were playing and they're talking about. They don't know. I don't know. But I've witnessed greatness in my lifetime. And I'm, I'm a guy that grew up with Kobe. And you know how I feel about Kobe. LeBron is an all-around better player than Kobe was. Kobe was a pure scorer. He's like, if you want to compare it to a guy today, it's James Harden. Only he was played defense. Yeah. Kobe played. Kobe was first team all D multiple times. So, I, I hate this discussion. Okay, I could go on for fucking an hour. Or <laughs> All so, right. You know, maybe another time we could talk about it. Perfect. And this is to be continued. Uh, just imagine he keeps talking and this is just going to, like, fade out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank Kyle for coming on and talking about baseball with us. Yeah, uh, it's been great. This has been enlightening for we me. Should, we should have more baseball. <laughs> Baseball's great. We, we sh- we'll have more baseball. We should come back for before during the World Series. Oh, 100% during the World Series. We should series. come back yeah. Oh, yeah. Series. Well... You might have tears if it's not the Dodgers. <laughs> but... no, I love when bitter people come on the show. <laughs> it's my favorite. If it's the Astros, 
Man, I might not even watch the World Series. <laughs> I don't think I will either. <laughs> no, I'll have to. I have to. I want to commit to it, but I uh, I will. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I want to I, commit to not watching it if they're there, but... I'll, I'll watch it just because I've enjoyed saying every time I see any one of the, like, Bregman or Correa or Springer, I'm just like, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right, well, this has been another episode of Almost Agreeable. I'm Chris. I'm Ed. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for listening to another episode of Almost Agreeable. You can catch all new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.